Support for Inside Gaming comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Yeah! Do it with me! Yeah! Friday after the Game Awards, everyone. Uh, but before we get into that, we gotta do a quick little in memoriam. The laptop died this morning. Like we said, it's the Friday after the Game Awards, everyone. Did everyone get the surprise announcement they were hoping for? Yeah. Uh, no Dorito Pope? No Schick Hydro Man? This is the worst Game Awards ever. We didn't even get a trailer for Unicorn Princess. What are we doing, Jeff? Akumi Nakamura was there though, so I guess all is forgiven and don't forget about the Muppets. I would never. Anyway, we're going to run down everything announced at the 2019 The Game Awards, and it's a bit of a roller coaster with some- High highs! And lolos. First, there are some things available or going on Right now! Apex Legends launched its holiday event titled Mirage's Hollow Day Bash with new skins for both Legends and Guns and a limited time game mode titled Winter Express. Yeah, what else do we have going on, Kate? The Warframe Imperium update, Black Desert Mobile Online launched, and the Beat Saber Green Day pack are all available right now! Oh, and I was! Meanwhile, Fortnite is having a Star Wars The Last Jedi event with J.J. Abrams and Jeff Keighley on Saturday at 2 p.m. EST. It was said to be a live participatory experience taking place at Risky Reels and featuring a new clip from The Last Jedi and other crazy stuff. Anybody who joins in will get a free Whisper Glider. And they also showed off some new Last Jedi skins. Speaking of Epic, they're also giving away 12 free games for the holidays starting on December 19th and running until January 1st. Like Alan. That pretty much sums up everything that happened now. So let's go on to the stuff that actually was announced at the awards, like Nintendo. And they announced pretty much nothing. They were actually kind of a no-show at the event for whatever reason, despite some rumors. Their first trailer showed Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3's Rise of the Phoenix DLC, which focuses on the X-Men and drops on December 23rd. Cool. <laughs> More Phoenix, just what everyone was asking for. Former president of Nintendo of America, Reggie Fizame, presented the fresh indie game presented by Subway. Eat fresh. While wearing a pin on his jacket in the style of Earthbound slash Mother, depending on what part of the world you're from, he just loves pouring salt on an open wound. They also showed off a trailer for Bravely Default 2, which is coming to Switch in 2020, despite Bravely Second and Layer already existing. Guess we're just shoving that sequel under the rug and ignoring it. Yeah, according to Square Enix, Bravely Default 2 has a new world, a new story, and all new Heroes of Light, and will be developed by, quote, the team that brought you the Bravely series in Octopath Traveler. No way. Arguably the biggest announcement Nintendo had was the trailer for No More Heroes 3, which is releasing sometime 2020. <gasps> the trailer was trippy as all hell. It stars a kid with a, who finds a Digimon or something, and it's helping it go back to its home planet, only for it to return to Earth 20 years later as an alien who is a goddamn superhero, and turns the entire planet into pink monsters. Then Travis Touchdown shows up and says, superhero, that's me. Oh, those are Digimon, it. those are monster ranchers. I'll have what she's having. Hey! Check, please. Some other notable announcements were Mortal Kombat 11's Joker DLC. Ooh, very twisted, getting a release date of January 28th, 2020. Magic the Gathering's Theros Beyond Death update, and Black Lotus is back, baby. <laughs> I thought you'd never see those words again. Black yeah. Lotus, thank you for coming. Some freaky game from Player Unknown called Prologue, 
a sequel to The Forest titled Sons of the Forest. Crossover sports game called Ultimate Rivals, The Rink, uh, coming to Apple Arcade, and a new tactical shooter called Nine to Five from it's Red from Hill Games. Red Hill Games. <laughs> they, they punked everybody by pretending to be a battle royale game starring bunnies with machine guns. Oh, gamers, who can say they don't have fun, <gasps> you know? Riot Games announced two new games under their new Riot Forged banner. Yeah, finally the game's part of their name that's not a lie. Caden, tell us more about this, please, I beg you. The first was Convergence, which is spelled with a, a slash, dumb, I guess. Dumb Convergence, stupid. a League of Legends story. Developed by Double Stallion Games, Convergence will be an action platformer starring the time-shifting character Echo. Echo. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. The other title is called Ruin King, a League of Legends story. The developers of Darksiders Genesis Airship Syndicate is tackling this one. Ruin King will be a turn-based RPG and be set in Bilgewater and the Shadow Isles. It's about time Bilgewater got its due. Maneater continues to grab our attention, right, Patrick? Uh, the most anticipated game of 2020, we all agree, Shark Game is the best genre of games. So spaketh I. The new trailer jumped out with some sick shark facts, like human will kill 100 million sharks every year, but only five humans are killed by sharks. It's time to even the score. Martyrs. Bummer. And we finally have a release date for it, May 22nd of next year. I think we're gonna need a bigger Xbox, a little bit of a tease, and a <laughs> reference to a fun <laughs> shark movie called Joss. I'm Joss. sick in, on those days. Yeah, well, a lot of these games are a bit disappointing, but you know what isn't disappointing? Manscaped! That's right, folks. Bear Shaft is what's in store for you this holiday season. Don't get cold. Roll it. Whose dick is hairy? I have... None, so who around here's dick is hairy? Yeah, jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up on trim pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. You don't want to, like, nick things down there. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has designed the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut, free, and smelling nice. Uh, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. I do it sometimes, but I shouldn't. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting it on your on your wiener? Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I'm thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keep your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. I can personally attest to that. I do have a pair of those. Thanks to these you know, sponsorships, and they're great. Yeah, get 20% off plus free shipping with code inside20, manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Thank you. Mm. We also got a new minute and a half long Final Fantasy VII remake trailer that focused primarily on Cloud and gave us a few more looks into Midgar, but more importantly, we got shots of Tifa. Yeah, we also learned a few days ago via some update to the game's box art that the Final Fantasy VII remake is a timed exclusive for the PS4 until March 3rd, 2021. So the possibility of PC and Xbox ports coming around then is pretty high. Isn't that right, Caden? So yeah, that means that it could potentially be on multiple platforms like, you know, PC and Xbox, but it could also potentially potentially be released for the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox Series X. Wait, the Xbox Series X? Goodbye, X-Bone, and hello, Xbox X. Xbox X. The monolithic Xbox looks pretty similar to a PC tower with Xbox boss Phil Spencer saying about the new console, we wanted to have a dramatic upgrade from the Xbox One base console. So when we do the math, we're over eight times the GPU power of the Xbox One and two times what an Xbox One X is. To think of the teraflops just gets me all kinds of tingling. That's two times more powerful. And with that, our wiggly math would make the Series X land in at around 12 teraflops. 
flops. Dan, I'm tingling! Point. That's a 12 flops of processing power. Microsoft also previously mentioned that 8K support and a 120 hertz refresh rate would be something they'd be working on for the console, but that's post-launch. How do you even buy an 8K TV? So this thing's gonna be evolving. You wanna keep an eye on that. Spencer also mentioned at the awards that 15 Xbox Game Studios are actively developing games for new holidays. <laughs> ass! <laughs> <laughs> that 15 Xbox Game Studios are actively developing games for the new system which it's releasing holiday 2020. Mm, yeah, then they showed off a trailer for Sinuous Saga Hellblade 2, a sequel to Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice, which won the Best Audio Design, Best Performance, and Games for Impact Award back at the 2017 Game Awards. So, we've got an eye on this sequel. What else have we seen, Caden? Microsoft showed up a new trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which also announced the game is delayed an extra month. Now it's releasing on March 11th. Comparatively, all we really got for the PS5 was a brief text mentioned tucked away in a trailer for new IP called Godfall. Created by Gearbox and Counterplay Games, Godfall is said to be a third-person fantasy looter slasher focused on melee combat. All right, it will be both single-player and multiplayer experience with the option of joining up to three friends on a violent quest to find the best gear. So Gearbox is sticking to what they do best and releasing a melee-focused Borderlands-style game instead of taking a chance on trying something new. Rest in peace, Battleborn. I liked Battleborn. I did not. Godfall is also coming to the PC via the Epic Game Store as an exclusive. Meanwhile, what's Sony doing? Sony finally actually gave us some information about Ghost of Tsushima after being pretty quiet about it. We actually got a release date. Month. Season. Yeah, they were kind of vague about this one too, stating that Ghost of Tsushima will launch summer 2020 at the end of a four and a half minute long trailer. That's the one that takes place in Japan, right? I believe that Ghost of Tsushima takes place in Japan. Yeah, yeah well, it certainly yeah. doesn't take place in the ocean, because that would probably be bo boats of Tsushima. Yeah, well, what we did learn was more about the game's story and focus on the... <laughs> We did learn more about the game's story, and the focus will be on the protagonist, Jin, AKA the ghost. Jin, Jin! According to the PlayStation blog, Jin starts our game as a samurai. He'll learn skills and adopt tactics that are decidedly not samurai-like. In the months ahead, we'll share more about Jin, the threats he faces, the allies that help him along his journey, and what he'll have to give up to become this new kind of warrior. You know, the trailer itself was a nice mix of cinematic cutscenes and actual gameplay. We saw open world travel via horseback, stealth kills, grappling hooks, a variety of weapons, including smoke bombs, and of course, some sick katana assassination skills. It sounds familiar. Like, it sounds like another game with samurai. Rounding out the announcements were Humankind, Dungeons & Dragons, Dark Alliance, Weird West, a new game from the people behind Prey and Dishonored, Magic Legends, Path of the Warrior, Gears Tactics, Naraka Blade Point, New World Insurgent Simulator 2. Before the event ended, we did get one big surprise from the form of Telltale Games formally announcing The Wolf Among Us 2 is in development. It's important to note what, Caden? Well, th this isn't actually the same Telltale as before, as earlier this year, the company LCG Entertainment purchased the defunct company's assets, some of its backlog, and planned on securing new licenses for the new Telltale brand. This also means that the new Telltale doesn't actually have the same staff. In a statement earlier this year, the new CEO, Jamie Audley, spoke to Polygon about this saying, quote, we would love to bring back everyone who wants to come, but that just isn't the economic reality of the games industry and it would be irresponsible of us to do so. So yeah, it makes sense, but it sucks that everybody doesn't get their jobs back. Wrapping up the game awards and the big surprise announcement of the evening was a new Fast and the Furious game titled Fast and Furious Crossroads releasing May 2020 that was introduced by famous gamer, Michelle Rodriguez and other famous gamer, Vin Diesel. Uh, she loves playing Tekken. All night playing like 
like to Ken fighter games oh, or yeah. to Ken that bothered the hell out of me Hey, give her a break. She's yeah. rich yeah. License video game as the mic drop man. What a letdown compared to the announcements from last year like crash team racing nitro fueled Mortal Kombat 11 the outer worlds and a new mention of a new untitled Dragon Age game 2019's announcements felt like slim pickings Yeah, this may be a sign that developers and publishers are relying less on these big events to announce new titles and focusing on creating more direct-to-consumer style reveals like Nintendo Direct. Well, at least we got a sex box out of this. Oh! Not a total loss. Finally, an Xbox you can f 